Hello everyone, welcome to the Rundown with Jazz. I'm Jazz and today I'm going to be giving you the rundown on overachieving, perfectionism and productivity. I just thought I'd give you a little life update before we get into the pod. Today, as I'm recording it, is Tuesday. So yesterday would have been the bank holiday weekend. So I hope you all had an amazing bank holiday. Me and my boyfriend went on a hike up Kinder Scout in the Peak District and it was absolutely gorgeous, apart from the 20 minute period when, I kid you not, it was like an infestation of flies, but they weren't just normal flies, they had like really long bodies and they were buzzing about and there was so, so many of them. I felt like someone... Had, must have had a cage of about a million flies and just released them into this one section of the walk because we were dodging them. I literally had my hood up, I had my hat on because you could not avoid them. And then they'd land on you and you'd be like, Ugh! so that was a bit stressful. But apart from that, it was such a beautiful walk and there'll be a little reel about it on my Instagram. It was so fun and I'd not been on a hike like that in quite a while and it's made me want to get out and get on some more hikes because it was so peaceful and as soon as we got home crashed on the couch and I felt completely at rest I didn't have any feelings of restlessness or anxiousness I just felt so peaceful so that was really really lovely And if you follow me on Instagram, I am sure you will have seen, but I am now a free soul sister, which means that if you've not seen, free soul do products like greens, vegan protein powder, and they're all based around women's health. And especially for me, because I have quite bad IBS. The greens and the probiotics have been so helpful with my IBS. I've not really had any major bloating flare-ups since starting taking them and I've probably almost been consistent for I want to say I'm coming up to a month so I'll keep you guys updated on that journey but you can join me if you want because I have a 15% discount code which is jasminezofit at checkout and I just thought I'd let you guys know that because it's been so helpful for me after coming off the pill, struggling with IBS and trying to get my hormones and gut in check. Free Soul, all their products are specifically designed for women's health and it's just been game-changing for me. Without further ado, let's get into this week's rundown. So today we're going to be talking about positive productivity and learning how to slow down in a world that essentially glorifies constantly being busy and I was trying to think where this all stemmed back from like I usually do giving a bit of background on how I've experienced this within my life and again it is just childhood it kind of leans also into what I spoke last week about my people pleasing tendencies and that feeling that almost innate need as a child to want to be liked and I wanted to do anything that would allow me to be liked even if that meant I'd always been overachieving since I was little I don't know whether at your schools they had like gifted and talented and I'm doing like bunny ears 
gifted and talented next to some people's names in the register and <laughs> she was gifted and talented but I feel like now when I talk to people that also had that went all just chronic <laughs> overachievers and we're just trying to constantly reach the next thing see the next big thing take on the next big thing and we don't need to do that we are obviously I'm not saying don't have goals because I have lots of goals and it's amazing to set them but yeah base goals on what you want to do not what will be seen as amazing by other people because then they're not your goals they're other people's goals and they're just going to vicariously live through you but as I said I've always kind of had this overachieving mindset since I was a kid I wanted to do amazingly at everything I wanted to be the best at everything because I got a massive sense of validation from teachers from family members which just gave me this drive to carry on and carry on and want to achieve bigger and better things to get even more validation and it's natural when you do something well that people are going to congratulate you but I was taking this validation to almost a new level but now I can happily say that when I do achieve something massive obviously like it's natural human instinct to want to share it and want to share your achievements with people but I always try and take a moment for myself I try and sit with it for at least five minutes like for example last week I did a 30 kilometer run I know it was raining the whole time literally the whole time and I got absolutely soaked and I got chafed so bad but I did it and that feeling of finishing the run and just standing there I just took a massive inhale and I was like I did that I am so proud of myself I'm so 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 proud of myself I'm proud of every single version of me as well that lives within me that has gotten me to this point and I just sat in that feeling of being proud of myself for until I had got home and then I like would I text my boyfriend I text my friends because they've been asking like oh how did your run go this morning and then I shared it but I think it's a really good test to see if you can actually be proud of yourself is can you sit with the feeling of your achievement and actually feel like it's an achievement or when you achieve something do you have to tell someone else to then be fed that external validation for then you suddenly to think maybe I should be proud of myself because if it's that then I would strongly advise just trying to sit with yourself and it's not again everything you've got to constantly challenge repeat challenge repeat but try and sit with yourself even if it's uncomfortable at first for a minute and try and find that feeling of pride because if you've achieved something then you've done so well and you deserve to be proud of yourself so I was just a massive overachiever I even remember in primary school we had like this maths competition and every year it would get down to two people and we'd sit in front of the whole school and do like this 20 question challenge thing and obviously well not obviously but 
with the way this podcast is going, obviously I won and I was so, so excited to win. But I look back on it now and I was excited to win because I wanted the rest of the school to see me win. I wanted all of that validation because clapping and cheering from 300-ish people was amazing for me. That gave me validation. And it's okay to tell, like I said before, it's okay to tell people and people share in that achievement of you feeling proud of yourself, but you have to feel proud within yourself to start off with. Otherwise, it's just constantly doing things to seek external validation. And another thing that I've done throughout my life is dance. And that, when I look back, is another massive thing of it's constantly in front of an audience. It's hearing loads of people clapping. It's hearing loads of people cheering. And that is amazing. And I do kind of thrive off that. But for majority of my life, I was seeking that validation I was seeking that external validation and almost allowing others to live vicariously through me without me truly sitting and finding that pride within myself and I'd also find that I'd put myself down people would be like that was amazing and I'd be like are you sure I don't think it was I messed up this bit but now if that was me and someone said that was amazing, I'd be like, thank you, I know. To bring up my run again, last week when I'd been on my 30 kilometer run, got back, my dad was there and he was like, that's crazy, like how you can run that far, that's amazing. And I was like, I know. And I can't even imagine a year ago being, even saying that someone telling me that I'd done something really well and then me agreeing with them. Because again, I feel like as a society, especially, I don't know about other cultures, but especially within the UK, it's almost praise to be humble. And there's being humble, but then there's also recognising your achievements. I can be humble and say, that was amazing what I just did. That's not being big headed. And you need to have self-belief and you need to put out into the world that you believe in yourself and you're confident. Because again, when you do that, more opportunities will come to you. And also other people around you will just believe in you more. And then you won't need to seek out that external validation because you've built this foundation of worth within yourself. And I know this is going on a little bit of a tangent to productivity, but I feel like overachieving massively links in with this. And this is kind of what started off almost not being able to find a balance and end up being burnt out because I was just doing too much because all I was seeking was validation. I even remember in high school when it was coming up to GCSEs, our school was massive on everyone getting top grades and they didn't really care about your mental health. All they cared about was getting the top grades, making sure that you were at the top of your game. If you weren't at the top of your game, then you were put down. So then people felt like they constantly had to be working. They didn't teach us a balance between living your life, even as a 16 year old child, living my life as a teenager and school being a part of that. They made it like school was the whole part of that, which again, 
didn't really help me learn how to separate work and play if you will and I remember they had a meeting with each of us and were like how much revision are you going to do and then I told them I know for a fact because I would really worry about getting bad results as well so I revised so 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 much and I probably didn't even need to do half of it I did really well but I could have done less and still done as well but because they grilled it into my head that if I didn't get essentially the highest mark that it wasn't good enough I was like I and my you'll know this if you've listened to quite a few of the podcasts but one of my core wounds was feeling like I wasn't enough so this almost was like well I need to work as hard as possible do as many hours as revision as possible be productive in quotation marks as possible to achieve these high grades to receive this external validation and it was just this constant loop of wanting to achieve to get this external validation but deep down I still didn't feel worthy. I was using productivity to almost plaster over this big hole within me that never felt like I was enough and of course that isn't going to help. It led me to burnout and it made me feel more miserable than I had originally felt. This is literally ridiculous when I think about it now, but I even remember waking up one night in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep and I'm sure it was our biology exam quite soon. And instead of thinking, oh, I will go back to sleep. (laughs) This is so funny because I couldn't sleep. I thought, might as well fit in an extra bit of revision. What? what are you like to my past self love you the most you are so worthy but girl why why are you doing that like you don't need to do that and I laugh about it now because the idea just seems so ridiculous to me but at the time I was just so worried and anxious that I was like well I might as well fit in a bit of extra revision like no I don't need to do that but high school then massively fed into this idea that if I was doing as much as possible then that would be the best version of me that would be the most successful version of me that would be the happiest version of me that would be the most fulfilled version of me but it just led to a version of me that was burnt out, didn't have any real form of self-worth and just used being productive and overachieving as a big mask to cover up the fact that I didn't really value myself at all. And that is so sad, but I feel like it's something as a society that we just glorify, we just glorify doing as much as possible. For example, now after COVID working from home, so many people, and I know this because I've seen it around me, so many people come home, but they don't stop working. They just then, oh, well, I need to answer this work email. Oh, well, I need to answer this work email. And university have 
been like this as well with me they'll email you at the most ridiculous time of the night expecting you to be on their beck and call I'm not on call to them university expect us to almost be on call to them sending us emails at the most ridiculous times of the night and even as of recently in this past year I've fed into that and I've been like oh well I need to wait up because I might get an email saying something's changed or I might get an email saying I need this or I might get an email I am not on call and I am not going to be on call anymore and it got to a point last year where I was like when I get back home from uni I am turning my email notifications off and I am not answering them until at some point the next day and not in the morning as soon as I wake up because it just became so 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 toxic and I've spoken about this in my realizations but we need to switch off to switch on we can't constantly be switched on doing things we can't constantly be oh well I'll just do one more thing oh well I could do one more thing I should do one more thing you don't need to do one more thing society glorifies being as busy as possible and oh I'm so busy today I'm doing this 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 but that just leads to burnout you need to look after yourself first put yourself first and by doing that you are able to find a balance and have positive productivity rather than toxic productivity and I feel like I've spoken about a lot in that opening section but it all just naturally flowed and I feel like every point that I made was really important. So after my experiences at high school which kind of led me even further into this perfectionism, overachieving mindset, I found it really hard to break the cycle. I always wanted to be really really good at something and then like I've said I would get so much external validation from that but it would not even touch the sides or fill this hole of feeling like I wasn't good enough no matter how well I did or no matter what achievement I did because I was never not that I was never doing it for myself but because I was always putting other people's validation first and handing my validation into their hands it then meant a lot of the time it just meant nothing to me because I was so insecure within myself that I couldn't accept compliments and this is your sign to accept compliments it's really difficult and it might feel really weird and you might have been taught that you shouldn't accept compliments but I am telling you right now try and accept a compliment I still find it really awkward sometimes and I'm like like that's that sound describes how it feels but as soon as you start accepting compliments say someone says that was amazing what you just did or you look beautiful or you are incredible just say thank you you don't even need to say yes I am all you need to say is thank you and the act of saying thank you then reaffirms it that you actually believe that yourself and again it is a little bit fake until you make it but it slowly builds up that foundation and teaches you that 
you are enough and you don't need to do things for external validation which then also brings you closer to your authentic self by not being super super busy or super overachieving super just being a bit of a perfectionist as well it teaches you that you don't need to be like that to be loved and you are enough just as you are so I'm gonna move it back more onto the conversation of productivity and it was I had to give all that background because it was due to my overachieving almost perfectionist tendencies that then led me to use productivity to gain or in quotation marks gain more self-worth aka gain more validation because the more productive I was or the more like deemed by society productive that I was aka filling my schedule with as many things as possible I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to do this even if I didn't want to do some of those things or I didn't need to do that thing for as long it then meant that people were like wow you're always so busy, I don't know how you do it, like, that's insane, and again, that fueled it for me, I was like, yeah, I can do more, I can do more, but by doing all of these things, and never giving myself time to rest, it just meant that I burned out, and sometimes you have to say no to things, for example, at uni, we had this show, and it was put on during our reading weeks, which are, like, the weeks you get off to well they're not meant to be fully off you kind of just use them to study and have a little bit of a break but the shows were in our reading weeks and looking back on it I wish I would have said no to one of them because it meant that from Christmas to around about Easter so I want to say end of April time I didn't have any time off apart from the weekends but I then still fill my weekends with stuff because I didn't just want to do nothing all weekend and that meant I was so burnt out I was absolutely miserable it was just so toxic I was again it was feeding into my overachieving feeding into my productivity and the need to feel like I'm constantly busy and so I'm constantly being productive and it just meant that I was miserable and I was burnt out and I've got this picture after one of the shows where I just had kind of a big breakdown because I just felt so exhausted and I looked at myself in this picture the other day and I was like even though that's only maybe like four five months ago I look miserable and I look exhausted but it was not and I'm not saying that you need to have big catalyst moments for every realization that you'll have but that was a massive realization point for me that I had come so far with trying not to be overproductive trying to find a balance between everything that I was doing but that was a massive realization for me I've fallen back into those tendencies and that's fine when you are taught something from such a young age and it is ingrained with you obviously it's easier to then fall back on those tendencies so I didn't hold any resentment against myself because it was just my younger self trying to look after me in the way that she wanted to 
and the way that kept her safe but I don't need that to keep me safe anymore and you can let go of that even by just speaking to your younger self and saying I appreciate and thank you so much for looking after me in that way to keep me safe at that time but I've grown now and I don't need to look after myself in that way anymore but thank you and it is so healing because you're being compassionate to that younger self while also letting go and realizing I don't need to overachieve constantly say yes to doing things say yes to everything and be burnt out because that's not the best version of me I was miserable and I look back on that now and I didn't realize just how miserable I was but the past few months being off having summer and being able to control my schedule a lot more has meant that I've been so much happier I can't describe how I really felt like I've flourished this summer I've had so many realizations I've had so many amazing experiences I'm just so thankful and I'm so happy that I've been able to have these experiences because I feel like I've never been I feel like I now truly know what my authentic self is and obviously that will grow and evolve but I have never felt this authentically me before and been so happy and been so confident in it and that is just the most beautiful thing and I think even my close friends and I'd even say family have actually realized that as well and how happy and not happy all the time because you can't be happy all the time but just how content I've been and yes I have had some downs but I've been able to deal with them so much better I've just never felt so authentically myself and felt so loved and accepted by the people around me and I've got such amazing people in my life now and I thank all of them for that and they know who they are but I've also got to thank me and you've got to give yourself some credit because I've been working so hard on this healing journey for the past six years. I've done, I'm doing the healing work and I'm reaping, that's it, I'm reaping my rewards and it's just the most fulfilling thing because now, again, it all, all these topics interlink, like we're setting boundaries, I'm able to set boundaries so I'm not going to go on my work group chat or my university emails after I get back or after say five o'clock which is the typical time most people stop working I'm not checking them after five o'clock that's my boundary I stop working then but then because I feel strong enough and confident in myself enough to set that boundary I'm then stopping that cycle of being overproductive and being overachieving and being a perfectionist and that is really really hard to break but once you start putting things in place to break it it becomes so so much easier like I say all the time on the podcast you've got to challenge things to overcome them and you're going to have to repeat the challenges because then it makes your new behavior the thing you're challenging the learned behavior and then it just comes so naturally like now I don't even really think about checking a work group chat or a university email after a certain time because I know I'm not doing that but 
when I first started I found it really hard and then sometimes I'd end up checking it and then I feel bad and it takes time but don't let that put you off because I don't really do tough love but time for some tough love if you want to again reap the rewards of your healing journey you've got to go on that healing journey you can't change nothing in your life and expect things to change you've got to change for things to change and it's going to be hard it's going to be tough sometimes you might not be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel but trust and believe me it is there and you can reach it if you put your mind to it because you can do anything that you put your mind to you are unstoppable first question that really stuck out to me was how to get past an all or nothing mindset and this is something that I've still struggled with now even this year and it's so hard because I feel like this very much links in with perfectionism and I always wanted everything to be perfect I remember at college my assignments were most of them it was all coursework and I would stay up so late making them I wanted to make every single one absolutely perfect, even at the expense, again, of my own health, like not sleeping enough, having almost sleepless nights. And that was a completely all or nothing mindset. And I'd kind of always had that, especially, again, growing up doing dance. I feel like that is very much all or nothing. They want you to be all in or why are you even doing it if you don't want to progress this on into a career? And that is something that have struggled with recently as well it's so hard to get past it it is really hard but you can do it it's just taking those little steps for example again I even had an all or nothing mindset with this podcast I was recording I think it was the one of the first few episodes and my I'd saved it all ready to upload the next day and I went to listen back to some of it and the audio had some cuts in it that I wasn't very happy with. I was so upset. I was literally, I was almost getting angry because it wasn't perfect and I wanted it to be perfect and nothing is ever going to be perfect. Like what even is perfect first of all? But before I'd listened back to it, I was really, really proud of it. But then I hear one slight, a few slightly off cuts and suddenly I'm fuming I literally it crossed my mind deleting the whole episode how I don't think you can get more all or nothing than that because a couple of things weren't right I wanted to take down the whole episode but I really really had to fight that urge I was like no I'm gonna sit with this feeling I remember being in a coffee shop I whipped out my journal because I tend to carry my journal everywhere with me journaled it out and then I felt so much better it didn't instantly come either because I'd still then think about it and be like oh but I just sat with that feeling and allowed that feeling to move through me and feel that and that was so so much better and I'd urge you if you do something it doesn't go 100% to plan like that don't try and accept it try and learn to be content with it first of my half marathon training plan I remember one week where I couldn't get in the long run I think it was must have been about maybe 18 kilometers this was last year and 
I couldn't get in the long run. So I just didn't run at all. I skipped that run. But I could have done a shorter run that day. And that would have still been getting some of the miles in. Still practicing running. Still getting out there. But I didn't because I was like, well, I can't do what's on the plan. So I'm not doing it. It either needs to be perfectly to plan or I'm not doing it. And now, fast forward a year, there was a week in my marathon training where literally last week I couldn't get a 10 kilometers in on one day. So I split into two fives and that would have been crazy for me a year ago. I would have been like, you're not even doing it properly. You're not even doing it properly. So why are you even doing it? But I just kind of have to shut that voice down in my head and I was like, I'm still getting in all the miles. I'm still getting in the easy 10 kilometers. I'm just going to have to split it into two. And that's fine. It's about when, and you'll know when, a situation comes and you're like, this is an opportunity for me to test this. You've just got to test it. And by testing it and testing it, that's how you overcome. Or that's how I'd say I've learned slash learning to overcome an all or nothing mindset. And I really hope that was helpful. So I've had a couple of questions which are actually quite similar. So I'll read them both. How do you know when to stop working out? I feel like I push myself too hard sometimes. And also, how do you overcome gym slash fitness guilt? I get such a horrible feeling if I miss a session. And I feel like I touched on these in the last one. These both kind of, and I still will do it sometimes now as well. Oh, I should go on this run or I should try this way. I feel like a lot of the times when we're gonna push ourselves too hard, we say, I should. And if you're saying I should, then that's a very strong indication that you don't actually want to do it or you actually shouldn't do it. So if I'm saying, oh, I should run this this fast or I should run that this fast, I would urge you to say, should I? Or I should be pushing myself this hard. Should you? Only you will truly know when you should stop working out. You know when you get to the point where you're starting to feel a little bit fatigued, you've done your workout, you've got the endorphin rush, you know, you'll deep down know when it gets to the point where you start to plateau off and know that you're pushing yourself too hard. You've just got to, I'd say, when you get that feeling, no matter how long you've been in the gym, just call it a day for your workout. Or if you are struggling with feeling like you constantly need to do more and end up spending hours in the gym, I would say, set yourself a timer. Say, I'm going in the gym for 45 minutes, an hour today. And whatever I get done in that time is gonna be my workout. And if you feel tired before then, then obviously stop. But maybe the idea of setting timers will help you stop this thing of constantly feeling like you need to do more because you're setting a time limit on your workout rather than just going in and ending up feeling like you need to do everything. So that would be my advice. And in regards to overcoming gym and fitness guilt, if you are missing a session, this is what I say, fitness or what, for example, for me, running should be a part of my life. It shouldn't be my whole life. Fitness should be a part of your life. The gym should be a part of your life. It shouldn't take over your whole life life gets in the way sometimes 
and I've really struggled with the guilt regarding that but I feel like again it is difficult but you've just got to sit with it you've just got to feel those feelings and I would advise to journal if you are feeling guilty about missing a session and you've got all these emotions then just write them out no one has to see buy yourself a little notebook journaling is so helpful and I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on it you don't need to feel guilt for missing a session work or education or so many things in life can get in the way it should be about finding a balance and if that means that you end up missing a couple of sessions in a week or something comes up spontaneously and you really want to go but in the back of your head you're like oh but I'm gonna miss a gym session sometimes life gets in the way you're not gonna look back in your rocking chair when you're 80 and think oh I wish I would have done that gym session I wish I would have done that run you're gonna think wow I'm so grateful that I was able to choose to go out with my friends I was able to choose to do this I was able to choose to do that and that's how I would look at it because feeling guilt is just again guilt is an indication that you are saying I should do this I should have done that when in reality if you're saying should then I question whether you maybe you shouldn't and don't let it's great to have a routine I love having a routine it really really helps me set myself up for my day but don't be so stuck in your routine that you don't allow other opportunities to flow in or spontaneous things to happen because then you'll end up missing out on life opportunities so that would be my advice with that journal out those feelings and remind yourself that when you look back in even in a couple of months time you're not going to think oh I should have done that gym session it's just it's very much how you're feeling in that present moment so I try and almost detach yourself from that feeling of guilt how to not compare yourself to people who seem more productive etc and I would very much say comparison is this is so cliche but comparison is the thief of joy if you're comparing yourself to other people other people aren't you I would strongly advise that you only compare yourself to yourself because I could go and compare myself to someone else I could go I remember I did this after my marathon I not marathon I did this after my half marathon I looked online saw loads of other people's photos from the race and some people had got a better time than me and then suddenly from not going on Instagram feeling really proud of myself for my time I suddenly because I was comparing myself to other people's times that aren't me and haven't had the same journey as me I was suddenly upset you can't pair you can't compare yourself to people that aren't you they're on completely different journeys to you and who knows that person that you might see as really productive and amazing and being able to do all these things they might actually be practicing productivity toxically or they might not actually have everything in control you only know the glimpses of people's lives that they allow you into so I would just advise to compare yourself to yourself and your own journey to yourself if you're doing well for you then that's amazing Jim down the road can do whatever he wants it might seem amazing but 
I'm not going to compare myself to that because I know I'm doing the best I can and I just try and remind yourself you're doing the best you can so there is no point comparing yourself to other people everyone's doing the best that they can and if you are doing the best that you can then that's amazing and I am so proud of you you don't need to do more just because other people are doing more it again links into the thing of wanting to almost be an overachiever be the best at this be the best at that you don't need to do that you have got this and you're incredible and you're on your own journey everyone is on their own journey so it's so much easier said than done but compare yourself to yourself and when you start doing that you will be so much more content within your life I can't even describe it again linking on to this I've got another question saying that my sister always gets perfect grades she got a first and I don't think I will in brackets feel shit about it and again you and your sister like I just said are on completely different journeys it's another thing of only compare yourself to yourself She might have completely, I mean, I don't know, but she might have completely overworked to get that first. She might not have and might be really naturally clever. And if so, that's amazing. But if that's not on your path, then that's not on your path. You can work as hard as you can, but just because you don't get a certain grade doesn't mean that your worth is any less. You are worth so much and your worth does not equal the grades that you get some people are just more naturally academic some people are more creative and that's brilliant it's so brilliant that we are all able to be so different like I said she might have really struggled to get that first might have overworked and as long as you are doing the best that you can notice how I'm saying you a lot as long as you are doing the best that you can try and journal it out, try and be content with the fact that you are trying your best and even if that doesn't equal a top grade, that does not define your worth at all, you are worth more than these external things that we do, you are enough just as you are. Grades, in the big grand scheme of things, yes it's amazing to get a really good grade, it's amazing to, it's amazing to want to achieve that But in the grand scheme of things, the difference between a top grade and the one below it, it's not that much of a difference. And as long as you are trying your best and you are putting in all the effort you can and that you are working hard, putting your mind to the goals that you want to achieve, then you can do anything and you are unstoppable and don't let a number on a piece of paper take that away from you because you are so so much more than that and then the final question was what distraction techniques do you use when getting exercise or movement compulsions and I have been there as I spoke about in a couple of episodes ago struggling with disordered eating and over exercising being quite a big part of that it was really really hard to find a healthy balance with exercise and I'd say again I feel like I've said this a lot but journaling massively helps if you journal about why you're feeling that certain type of way 
then you will learn to realize that most of the time it will be patterns. You'll feel a certain way, then you'll get the compulsion. So then you can put things in place. So when I feel this way, I can now do this. A lot of the time now, as I would say I have kind of recovered from that, I don't really get them as much anymore. But when I did, it's about, it's hard, but it's about learning how to sit still. I found like headspace meditations really, really helpful because you just have to sit still listening to something, colouring in. And I still do sometimes struggle with this now, finding activities that I enjoy that don't involve me exercising because I am just naturally very much I wouldn't say sporty but I love being outdoors I love moving my body for the way it makes me feel now but I would say my advice would be to journal journal out the feelings recognize that it's probably coming in patterns when you are getting them and then if you do get them it's about finding hobbies that you enjoy that can take your mind off things that don't involve movement I found this hard but get some really nice colouring pens, get a really lovely colouring book, get one of those paint by numbers things. It doesn't even have to be creative, read a book. I love reading and that's something that when I am like, oh, well, again, I should be doing this. I'll be like, no, I want to read. So I'm just gonna sit and read, even sitting outside, weather depending, in the garden. Maybe, I don't know what exercise it is, but even just taking a little walk around the garden and coming back in. If you really feel like restless and you need to move, taking a little walk around the garden, looking at the flowers, taking everything in. It's about finding things that don't involve movement and don't involve exercise that you really enjoy. So you almost have a bank of hobbies that you love to do. So then next time you get that feeling of, ooh, I feel like I should be moving, I feel like I should be doing this. You've then got like a massive list of things that you can do and you want to do instead. And by having more options, it means that you're more likely to go off one of those options because every day you're not gonna feel like doing a drawing, but you might feel like drawing one day, then reading a book the next day. So I'd say it's massively about realizing the patterns and then finding things that you enjoy that don't involve movement that you can use to fill that time. So I think that just about rounds up this episode of the rundown with Jazz. The rundown on perfectionism, overachieving and a little bit of productivity thrown in there. So before we close, as usual, we have to have our affirmation or mantra for the week and this week it is, I'm doing my best And that's all I can ask of myself. So you are doing your best and that's all you can ask of yourself. This was such a healing thing for me to hear. And when I am getting flustered or feel like I should be doing something or I could do this or look at that person, they're doing this. This phrase that I'm doing my best and that's all I can ask of myself is so grounding. It reminds me to focus on my journey. It brings the focus back onto me and not all these external sources. Because when you bring the focus 
back to yourself and you find that validation within yourself, that is when these external sources can't knock you down, they can't break you as much because you've got the strong foundation within yourself to step away from it. So you are doing the best and that is all you can ask yourself. Again, we are all on our own journeys and all our own journeys are individual and brilliant. And just because someone else's journey is brilliant, that doesn't take away from my journey. And I'll throw in another one. If you are struggling with, say, your grades, any external mark for success, say, for me, sometimes I get it with even listens on the podcast if I really get overwhelmed about it, you are more than your blank. So for example, I am more than my grades. I am more than my hours that I work. You are more than that. And you are worthy just as you are. And I really hope you repeat that to yourself if you end up getting in a bit of a rut or feeling overwhelmed this week that you are more than that and you are doing your best and that's all you can ask of yourself. So I really hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Rundown with Jazz. Love to give the podcast a review on Spotify, that would be absolutely amazing. I know quite a few of you already have and every single one means the world to me share where you're listening to the podcast the past week we've had so many dogs featuring on the podcast people walking their dogs and listening to the podcast if you listen to the podcast with a pet please send a picture of your pets I have two cats so I'm just absolutely obsessed with pets but send me pictures of where you're listening to the podcast if you feel comfortable enough please share with me what resonated with you so I can work on making these podcasts as much about my experiences but then tailor them for you guys as well because you guys are what keeps my motivation and a massive thing of what keeps my drive to do this podcast because it's all about us and our journey of discovering ourselves and navigating this healing journey so send me pictures or messages about the podcast I really love knowing what resonated with you guys and if you haven't checked me out on Instagram which I'm sure you all have but it is j-a-s-m-i-n-e-z-o-f-i-t jasmine zo fit it would mean the world if you check that out check out my content I think I'm done with shamelessly promoting myself now I hope you all have an amazing rest of the week you deserve this and you are doing the best that you can and that's all you can ask of yourself i'm going to leave you on that note i love you so 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 much and i will see you next week for the rundown on a completely new topic bye